You're listening to the Earn That Body podcast, episode number 26. Welcome to the Earn That Body show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer, cycle instructor, and fitness ambassador. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Hey everyone, this is Kim Eagle. This is the Earn That Body podcast that I have designed to help you get your fitness, nutrition, and health to the very next level. Today we're gonna talk about something that a client had posted for me on Facebook. So if you don't follow Earn That Body on Facebook, please do. I put out a post a couple weeks ago saying, hey, do you have any questions that you want me to cover on the podcast? And I got some fantastic, fantastic subjects to talk about. And this was one of them. And I absolutely loved it. The question was, how do you manage social situations? As in, what keeps you from mindlessly devouring chips and guacamole when you go to a party? I love that question. I do get this question a lot as to how do I manage it. And then my clients who do my Earn That Body program, they often say, hey, I've got a wedding to go to tonight. I have a function. I have a party. I have a girls' night out. How do I handle it? So great topic. I want to tell you how I handle it, what I recommend to my clients, and let's see if it can help you at your next social gathering. The first thing I think you should know is that... There are so many of you out there that think I'm simply not human. (laughs) You think that I go to a social event and I can easily say no to the chips and no to the guac and no to this and that. It's not easy for me. It is just as hard for me to say no as it is for you. But I do have some things that I follow that certainly help me when I am trying to lose weight or maintain a weight or before a photo shoot, whatever it might be. There are things that I do that help and they definitely help my clients as well. But by no means do I want you to think I am some kind of superhero that is not tempted by all of the same temptations that you are tempted by. Trust me, I have my things. I love red licorice so much. Like... um, The Twizzlers, I love those, but I really love red vines, and I think, yes, that I could eat a whole bag of them. I love chocolate-covered gummy bears, and if you put them in front of me, I probably cannot say no and would eat the entire bag. So as you can see, I definitely, I have my things just like you, but how do I handle it when I'm trying to be good, when I don't want to gain weight? Well, this is how I do it. And the first thing I do want to tell you that there are sort of two situations that you might find yourself in that would determine how you handle a social situation. So for example, if you're not trying to lose weight, take me for example, I am at my happy weight, I'm not trying to lose weight, so if you do go see me at a party or an event, you might see me indulging a little more because I'm not trying to lose weight. So if you're not trying to lose weight, then you might not have to be as strict with some of these plans because you're doing just fine. And even if you put on like a pound from an event, it's probably sodium and would water retention weight would go away within two days. So if you're not trying to lose weight, then don't worry too much. 
But if you are trying to watch your weight, so for example, anybody on one of my Earn That Body programs, obviously most of these clients are trying to lose weight and to think that they're not gonna have a social event to go to within the 12 week program is silly. And I don't want them to avoid social situations, but this is what you're gonna do if you are trying to be good and you don't wanna sabotage all your hard work with one social setting. The first thing, the very first tip is the most important by by far. Do not go to any social function hungry. Do you understand that? You never want to go hungry. Now, what I see a lot of people do wrong is they will starve themselves all day long because they think I'm going to eat all my calories at the function, so I'm not going to eat all day long, and that way I can eat whatever I want at the function. What is the problem with that situation? For one, it will kill your metabolism to do things like that. You always want to eat all throughout the day. But when you do that and you're absolutely starving and you show up to that party, you will eat absolutely anything that is put in front of you. And it's almost not your fault. Your blood sugar at this point has dropped so low that your body is literally sometimes shaking. Do you ever get the shakes because you're so hungry? And all you can do is eat whatever is in front of you and it's usually something quick to grab. And why is it that anything that's quick to grab is always not healthy generally, right? They don't usually have a lot of cut up apples that they're going to walk around with at the wedding event. So it's going to be some fattening fried appetizer, whatever it's going to be, you're going to grab it because you're starving. So do not ever show up hungry at an event. We call that being hangry, right? That's that new word. It's between hungry and angry because that's how you feel, hangry. Don't be hangry when you show up. So how can you avoid that? If you know you have an event that night, the first thing I want you to do is I want you to eat your normal day of food. I want you to have your breakfast, your snack, your lunch, your snack, and then if the event is dinner, you have two options. If you know that this event is going to have the worst food choices possible, you absolutely know this ahead of time, and it wouldn't be a big deal and no one's even gonna notice if you don't eat the dinner, then what I would do is I would eat my dinner before I go to the event. So a lot of social situations or people are like walking around the whole time, might even be a buffet set up. No one's even going to notice you if you don't eat their dinner. So if you're really goal oriented and you are on a mission to drop some weight and you do not want this social situation to affect your weigh-in, then you might actually eat your dinner at home and then go enjoy the social aspect of the event. You don't have to enjoy the unhealthy food. So that's one thing you can do. Another thing you can do is I sometimes tell my clients, Well, you're going to have a sit down dinner. So obviously you don't want to sit down and be like, I'm not eating. I'm not expecting you to do that. But maybe have a protein shake before you go to the event so that you're kind of full. Because here's a reality. When you're full, you're not so tempted to devour everything. You'll have more control because your body is not starving telling you to grab anything in sight. So often I will tell my clients, have a protein shake, something that's very filling, so that when you get there, you can have dinner, but maybe you just have half of it or just some salad with some chicken on it, and maybe you don't overindulge because you're not that hungry. And that's a great way to go. So most important step right there is that you do not show up hungry. Now, a number two step, if you're going to an event 
Often you know ahead of time what that one thing is going to be that's going to tempt you more than anything. Do you know what I'm talking about? If you're going out for Mexican food, like already you know that you want the entire basket of chips and the guacamole, right? Or you're going to a wedding and you absolutely know that you want that wedding cake. Like you cannot stop thinking about the wedding cake or the cupcakes that they're going to have. Or maybe you're going to a baseball game and you're already certain that you absolutely have to have the kettle corn because it's your absolute favorite thing, right? Okay, if there is an item at the event you're going to that you must have, I'm not going to tell you not to have it. Life is too short. But what if you did this? What if you choose that one thing that you know you want to enjoy and you plan for it? This is what I mean. You're going to plan how much you're going to eat. So if you're going to go for the chips and the guac, you're going to tell yourself, I'm going to take a handful of those chips and I'm going to put them on my plate. I'm going to take a scoop of guacamole. I'm going to put it on my plate. And that is going to be my only serving. Let's face it. If you took a handful of chips and one scoop of guac, and obviously, please be reasonable. I know you could take the biggest scoop of guac in the world and the biggest handful of chips. Just take your normal handful of chips and a tablespoon slap of guacamole on your plate. Let that be your one item. If you were to eat that and get up and walk away, you'd probably be satisfied. The problem is when we go to a Mexican restaurant, we sit with a basket in front of us and we keep taking more and more and more until it's empty. And then they say, would you like more? And they usually bring you another basket. Or sometimes they don't even ask. They just bring you another basket. And if you don't think that I have been there and have gone through the first basket and realized, oh my gosh, the basket's already empty. Guess what? You just ate an entire basket of chips and you didn't even probably know it or necessarily enjoy it. But if you grab yourself a little handful of chips, you kind of like savor each one, enjoy it, and that's all you need. You don't really need the whole basket. Same thing with the cake or the cupcakes. You're going to a wedding, you wanna enjoy the dessert. Could you have half of the cake serving they're going to give you? And this is the best way to do this. They're gonna serve you a slice of cake. I want you to cut it in half, and then I want you to like separate the two halves, eat your half, and get the salt shaker. I know it sounds awful, but get the salt shaker and shake it over the second half. You know what that does? You are not going to eat the second half with salt all over it when you're sitting there and people are talking. And you know when you're full, like that small half a cake you had was actually very delicious and you kind of don't need more, but because you're all just sitting around, you start picking at the second half of the cake until you eat all of that, but you weren't even hungry for it. Well, if you eat the first half and you put salt on the second half, you're not gonna wanna eat that second half. So there you go. That's my trick on that one. Plan ahead for your cake, plan ahead for your chips, if it's your kettle corn, can you bring yourself like a little bag or tell yourself you're only gonna eat X amount of the bag you get? And also put it out there to your partner, whether it's your, you know, your husband, your girlfriend, whatever it is, say, I'm only gonna eat half of this bag. Please help me, do not let me eat more. Accountability goes a long, long way. Now I know a lot of you right now are saying, how come she isn't talking about the one thing at the party that I really want the most? Uh, that's because that's number three, your cocktail. <laughs> I know some of you are going to the social outing and you cannot wait to get your hands on your glass of wine. You had a hard week and all you want to do is have your wine. Do you really think that I have not been there? <laughs> I can tell you right now that I have been there and sometimes I want my wine too. But again, 
If you are someone who has a goal, you're trying to lose weight, you're working so hard during the week, and you don't want to sabotage everything, then stick to this one cocktail rule. Here's the cocktail rule. You have one cocktail at the event. Can you do it? Yes, of course you can do it. I do it all the time. I have gotten to a place where honestly, one cocktail is all I can handle because if I have two, I simply don't feel good anymore when I have two. So I have really learned my limit. And what I do is like, I usually get a glass of wine and I can sip that and savor it for kind of a long time. So I don't down that glass of wine. I usually have water at the same time with my glass of wine and I only have one Cocktail. Now, why is this so, so, so important? Because what do you think happens when you have the second cocktail? So you you have the first one and you're like, gosh, that was so good. I'm going to have a second one. And the second one goes down and you definitely usually start to feel a little something. And the first thing that goes when you start having too many cocktails is your inhibitions. No longer. And before you know it, after the second glass, you say, Screw it, I'm gonna have one more. And honestly, at this point, I've sort of let everything go, so I'm also gonna have the nachos over there, the fries over there, and everything goes very bad, very, very bad. The sabotage is outrageous, and it almost always happens. My clients admit this to me all the time. I had that second and third cocktail, and that's when it was all over because I started making all these bad choices. And again, it's not totally your fault. Well, it's your fault that you couldn't stop at one, but once the cocktails take over and you get that little bit of a buzz, you're just, you're not gonna care as much. And you're gonna say things like, I'll just start over tomorrow, I'll just start over on Monday. And then you really go all out. And then you're like, well, if I already messed up, then I can have three more cocktails and I may as well just eat this, that, and the other. Well, at this point, honestly, I have seen clients put on five pounds in a night because they went to the extreme of, I'll just start over tomorrow, so I'm gonna go crazy tonight. The problem with that is yes, you could be up five pounds the next day. Now, a lot of that will probably be water weight. A lot of that is sodium and whatnot, but it still takes several days to get those five pounds back off and then get back on track to the weight loss goal you were looking for. And all of that because you just had too many cocktails. So I always try to encourage my clients, if you have a weight loss goal, limit yourself at a social function to one cocktail. It could be a beer. It can be a glass of wine. I would definitely avoid all the sweet fruity drinks because there's just too many calories in them. Uh, I'm not telling you to be the person who walks into the party and says, nope, sorry, I'm not allowed to drink because I'm on a program. But just have one drink and enjoy the social setting instead of the alcohol. The last thing I would tell you, tip number four on how to handle these social situations, make sure you work out that day. It really can help. I find for me that if I work out and then go to an event, or if I work out for the rest of the day, I want to make healthy choices. I feel good, I worked out. It's just like it goes hand in hand. If you work out, you tend to make better choices. If you don't work out that day, it's almost like you go into that party already feeling kind of crappy, and so it can make you make not such great choices. So I always say, if you know an event's coming up, work out that day. Don't work out though for three hours with this intention of I'm gonna burn all these calories so I can eat even more at the party. That will fail you every time. You cannot work off a bad diet. Just give yourself your one solid hour of a great workout, and that way you can enjoy the party, but again, not need to go overboard. So end of the story, what is it? Just 
set yourself up for success. If you're going into this social situation and you don't want to sabotage all your hard work that you probably put in all week long with all your workouts and you ate healthy and you cooked every night and you just don't, you don't want to give that up. I totally get that. But yet you don't want to be antisocial. Who does? All you have to do is set yourself up for success. Do not go to the event hungry. Plan for your treat and how much of it you're going to eat. Have one cocktail and work out. That's all you got to do. I can seriously tell you if you put those four tips into action, it will be a great successful event that you will feel good about the next day. You won't wake up saying, oh, I wish I hadn't eaten that. I wish I hadn't had those cocktails. You'll really wake up and you'll feel refreshed and you'll go for your workout and finish the rest of your awesome week. So that's everything for today. Thank you so much for listening. I always appreciate a review on the iTunes podcast. If you go to iTunes, if you could give me a rating and review, remember we don't get paid to podcast. So the ratings and reviews actually help us kind of like a Google search. They push up push us up higher in the iTunes charts so that other people can find me and find the Earn That Body podcast as well. So a rating and review is always appreciated. If you have any questions or feel like you need more help with nutrition and fitness, that is what I do all day, every day. My Earn That Body program is now a 12-week online program for fitness and nutrition. I also have a four-week nutrition only, a private nutrition program that is four weeks long. And I have the all new Shock That Body online gym that just launched Earn That Muscle, a four week program to get you ripped. So check out earnthatbody.com or shockthatbody.com and you have an awesome, fantastic and super healthy week. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Periscope.